Right now, my attitude is off with their heads. I went from being completely, well, you know how I sounded yesterday. And to hear me now, it's a total difference. The pain, the pain that I'm having is that pain in my left hip that I manifested. If I could manifest anything, I don't think it would be pain. And if I had that power, I don't think it would be pain. So when I called the person that told me that I was manifesting it, saying, look, I believe my pelvis has popped out. That pain that I had on Monday has now gotten to the point that I'm now on crutches because, well, my pelvis is out. Something's out. I felt it snap. But it doesn't quite feel like a regular pelvis outage. It's weird. I felt something like a band slip over my hip bone. I mean, I felt it. I know as soon as it happened, but it was the precursor. Or actually, it's what I was feeling on Monday, that thing that I was manifesting. So when that person responds, oh, I'm just so booked. I'm seeing a record 33 people this week. Oh, my life is so busy. But if I get a cancellation, I'll call which is not going to happen, whatever. But I've been hanging off of the bed, uh, my lying down on the right side, hanging my left side over, trying to do something to, to stretch out this little like spasm thing. The cool thing, that's the only part of me that hurts. I'm sore. My wrist is sore from it going back in and things like that. And I'm afraid that I'm going to throw off my right side with the way that I'm having to walk now. So again, this vicious cycle. I get my neck x-rays. They didn't do them with the movement that was supposed to be done. So I notified the neurologist. Well, the neurologist comes back with the message. They never responded to my other messages. You know, I'm looking for the uh, posture thing, all of that stuff. And I'm like, they don't respond. So I get my PCP, my regular doctor, to go ahead and say, look, the PT wanted me to have these x-rays. Could you order them for me? And I figured the neurologist would read them. Well, the neurologist was kind enough to respond to me. Well, at least one of his many nurses was kind enough to finally respond to me and told me that swallowing issues go to the speech therapist and you were referred to one in May of this year and uh, let's see, the x-rays you need to contact your PCP, I don't like that, my GP, and have him make the corrections. I was like, what do I come to you people for? And I'm now waiting for that response. Because if the only reason I see these people is for the pyrodoxidmine bromide, I'm going to see if I can get that from my regular doctor. I know that my fasciologist isn't worried about me having more adhesions because I'll be here to keep getting them out. <laughs> I can't keep coming back at $118.75 a week. Can't do it.
I'm tired of having to go to one doctor after the next every three months. Well, what am I getting from that doctor? Doesn't seem like it's worth going every three months. If there's no cure for this and the doctors aren't doing anything for you except seeing how you're doing in three months, saying, hmm, let's maybe try some supplements. Let's try to recreate the relaxing hormone. And then they give you a list of like 12 supplements. Well, go buy all of those supplements and start taking them. Well, a couple of hundred dollars later, and that's like a month's supply. How many months do you have to be on a supplement? Isn't it like 90 days, I think they say? I mean, what's the point? So, you know, my fashionologist is going on and living her best life, making money hand over fist. She's going off and working on the next person. Good for her. I'm stuck at home in the bed on heat because I was manifesting my pain. Would it have hurt to maybe check the body part that I was talking about? Why am I going to see a neurologist just to be told to come back in three months See if you're any better when they're just tinkering with me. I'm not tinkerable anymore. I don't want to be tinkered with. I just want to feel as normal as possible, as healthy as I possibly can be with what I have to work with. So part of that is dismissing a lot of these doctors in my life. The doctor that's an hour and a half away just called me wanting to schedule my appointment. Why? The last appointment, you just asked me how I was doing, didn't order anything, said that the questions I was asking you would be better off given to a different kind of neurologist. Apparently, he's he was a he's a neuromuscular doctor, and he said these questions need to go to another neurologist. And I said okay, and he's the head of neurology at VCU. I got up, drove an hour and a half away to be at an eight o'clock appointment for him to. Tell me he couldn't answer my questions and that he would look forward to seeing me at my next appointment and that was it. Didn't do anything for my pain, didn't give me any advice for anything. Why do I need to go to him? At some point with this illness, we have to take charge. We absolutely have to take charge. Now, I've got my appointment on Monday, and I plan on going in and taking care of this uh, little area on my left side. 
if I can't get it out myself, <laughs> it's going to be done. And then I've got to figure out how to keep it in place, whatever it is, because I don't know exactly what it is. It's not a normal pelvis is out of alignment thing. It's, it's something else, something like popped. I felt it. It's like a little snap, like a little rubber band. So I'm real curious to try to figure out what it is. And if I can get out of that pain, then I'm hoping that my fascia appointments will become less and less and less. I would love to be able to go a week without having to go there. And, you know, I think this week could have been that week. Had she just gone ahead and just looked at that left side like I asked her to instead of spending the time lecturing me about how I was manifesting pain. Next time, I just need to say, hey, we're on my money and I don't need a lecture. I just need you to fix what's wrong. I am in the process of going to do counter strain, which is a, a, a modality that I'm excited about. I've read a lot about it. I've had it. I, I know about it, but I want to go see this guy because it's a different modality from fascial remodeling. But I believe now it is a modality my body is ready for. And my insurance covers this. So my next appointment will be for counter strain and it'll probably be next year because, you know, they're booked. It'll be next year. But I am going to go and find somebody that covers the procedure that I am going to have done. Now, I've got to keep my fasciologist in my back pocket because she can help me do things that I haven't been able to do. The neurologist, not so much. My GP, most definitely, he prescribes my medication. But how many doctors do we need to go to for an illness that has no cure? Rheumatologists won't touch me because I don't have any inflammation markers. Although every neurologist treats me with steroids because they think I have inflammation even though no markers show that I do. GPs are limited on what they can diagnose, but are limited on what all they can do, but I've already been diagnosed. It's just like, I don't need to go see the gastro doctor every year because I don't need a colonoscopy every year. But he prescribed me Movantic, which was a different constipation medication than my GP was prescribing me, and it's better. Once my GP found out about it, he's been able to start prescribing me the Movantic. So that cuts out the gastro doctor. The OBGYN, they don't want to see you now, which is hard for me to believe, every two years. With the dermatologist putting me off for two years, I'm like, I can cut out more doctors. Why go see somebody every three months to be looked at with 
a face. It's like they look at you almost like with disgust. Like when I had my neck collar on one day, why are you wearing that? To hold my head up. Well, who told you to do that? I said the OT that told me that I needed an Aspen surgical neck collar in order for me to <laughs> start trying to get my life back. I said, I understand how to wear it. I'm not letting my muscles get too weak. I said, I just couldn't hold my head up and sometimes I need it. I don't need to be looked at pathetically. I don't need to be reminded by someone else that I have an illness that they can't prescribe me anything for, but ah, we'll see you again in three months. No, I'm done. I'm really done. After this last fascia appointment and being told I was manifesting it, that the whole thing about the money, the whole thing about, you know, I, I can't even, I mean, I've got a whole family that's asking me for her information and I just can't, in good conscience, I can't refer. I can't. I don't need to be reminded with a copay by a doctor that can do nothing for me every three months. Don't need it. Don't want it. So I feel like today is yet another day of trying to take my life back. I don't think I'd be on crutches right now if I had been listened to on Monday. I would have had the proper x-rays taken if the neurologist had followed through. But they want me to come back every three months. God forbid you don't make that appointment. There goes your scripts. It's all we can do sometimes to get up. And I don't know about you, but sometimes for me, just the dread of knowing that that appointment is coming up. You know, it, Dr. Swedan's always like an hour behind. And you have to go in there and you have to sit and you have to wait. And then you get the appointment and then you feel rushed. And then nothing happens except okay, we'll see you in three months. You still have EDS. Work on your fascia. Don't work on your fascia. Don't know if it's helping you or not. I mean, seriously, that, that's what he told me. Don't, don't know if it's helping you. I was like, okay. It's the only reason why I'm not wearing a surgical neck collar anymore. But yeah, we'll see if it's helping me or not. Why, why do I need this extra aggravation? We don't. I, 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 I feel like a fool because it's taken me, you, you get afraid. 
you start seeing all of these doctors. You start seeing all of these doctors and they're telling you it's in your head. It's in your head. You're manifesting it. It's because you were abused as a child. It's because you have sexual trauma that you have just repressed. It's, it's in your head and you've just got to, to get over it and you'll walk again. I don't know how many doctors I saw six before I finally got a diagnosis, but I don't know if I could have taken another doctor telling me that. And then to have this illness, and then to go see a doctor, and then to make it, it, it's like pulling teeth to get any help whatsoever. What does it matter to you if I want to wear a posture garment. It's covered by my insurance if you'll prescribe it for me. So what, who does it hurt? Who does it hurt if you're working on my body, my entire body, and you're on one body part, but I'm saying another hurts. Unless you're a physical therapist, you can't go to another body part. If you're in the physical therapist office for your shoulder, don't talk to them about your knee. But for a massage, for a fascia appointment, it's open, open season on any part of my body. I have one doctor that I can depend on that gives me my medication and that takes care of me, and that's my GP. And he's the doctor that everybody says, oh, he can't be the one that can help you. You need a specialist. What do I need the neurologist for? They didn't order the x-rays that my EDSPT, Amy Newberry, suggested I have. They haven't even responded about it, except go have your GP reorder them for you. I just realized that not only do you have to accept I mean, I already accepted the doctors, the naysayers, everybody that made me feel like it was in my head. I already accepted that. Now it's at the point I shouldn't have to accept people looking at me with pity faces and people taking my money and me having to go in every three months just to say, eh, things are the same. No better, no less. See you in three months. What's the point? So just as you get this diagnosis and you get over being told that it's in your head, it's in your head, and then you get acceptance, and then the doctors just kind of put you on cruise control. There's nothing they can do for you, but you have to come in every three months. If there's nothing you can do for me, tell me. My goodness. The skin doctor, he was nice enough to say, hey, your skin looks great. You can come back in a couple of years. Your husband lived in the sun. He was a roofer. He needs to come back every six months. My gynecologist, they've changed the rules. You only have to do the pap smear every two years. Now, see, that bothers me a little bit because when I was younger, the mammogram, you had you were 35 is when you were supposed to get your first mammogram. And then I, I got that mammogram done. Well, between 35 and 40, 
for me, they changed the mammogram thing, uh, age limit to like 40 and up. Well, when I went for my second mammogram in 2009, my follow-up to my first one, I had a breast cancer that was so far at, in, in, in the stages of advancement that if I had waited until their new age requirement, I wouldn't be here right now. So I get a little stir-crazy, a little up in, up in airs a little bit when a doctor tells me I don't have to come back in for a couple of years because of my mammogram situation. I'm like, what if there is something in that pap smear that one year that I skip, you know? So it's just the fear of the mammogram that's got me, you know, worried about not going to the doctor. But the, the incessant, just constant, just appointment after appointment for somebody that's not doing anything for you. And if I have to go back to this doctor just because they're the only ones that can give me the mestinon, the bromide, whatever, then I guess that's what I'm going to have to do because I've already tried going off of it and that was horrible. Maybe I can try again. See, famous last words of a fool. Maybe I could try it again. Not right now. Maybe wait till my body's a little bit stronger. Let me get off the crutches. Let me get rid of this little fascist stuff. Let me see if I can get at least four days without something popping out. I mean, my goodness, my eye doctor put a a membrane in my eye Wednesday. He, at 11 o'clock, he was back at his office at 5.15 removing that contact lens that he had put in, then called me up the next day and called me in an antibiotic. My eye was so swollen. You know, I was like that. It was hard. Oh, I mean, with my eye patched up, my eyes swollen and the way I sounded yesterday and on crutches, I look like a sad sack. I truly do. So, I need all the time and help I can get not having to go to doctor's offices so I can try to get myself from looking so pathetic. I need to be able to get up and live a regular day and, you know, do laundry, take a shower, take care of my family, try to do what I can in the house. Instead of, I got up and went to that doctor's appointment that took me two hours worth of driving, but I went to that doctor's office and, oh, he got his copay. I got more mileage on my vehicle and that took my energy for the day. Whoo! I feel better and I'm going to see him in six months. What did he do for you? Told me that He couldn't answer my questions, and he'd see me in six months. So I'm taking back that part of my life. Screw them. Don't need them. I probably will. (laughs) Once I say, you're dead to me, all of a sudden I'll need them. But seriously, what 
do we need to continuously go to the doctors for if they're not doing something for us every visit? I go see my GP because he prescribes my pain medication, my high blood pressure medication. That makes sense. Gynecologist every two years, skin doctor every two years. Why do I need to see the neurologist? So there you have it. A little fed up today because I shouldn't be on crutches. I shouldn't be sitting here begging to have the proper x-rays taken. I shouldn't be in an email battle with the neurologist nurse because my next one's going to be, by the way, I'd like the answer on my spinal cue or whatever it is because I want that zip-up posture thing. So I'm leaving us on that note. I hope your pain is minimal. I hope you're having a lovely day. And I thank you for being here and coming back each and every day. Interviews coming up. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.